0: We ready to go? Nice and <laughs> penis. We're 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 back. And we're back. The OddsCast Podcast. Dominic Leo alongside Joe DeLara, Terry Takes, producer Corey. It's a special, special episode for us this week. First off, I want to congratulate Terry Takes and the Atlanta Braves for winning the 2021 World Series Championship. Ch- are you popping bottles right now? Yeah, popping bottles. It looks like a Coors Light. That's all I had. <laughs> Everything else. So, tell us a little bit about your experience. You actually went to Game Three, um, and it looked like a it looked like a fun time. Wearing rocking your Acuna jersey, who didn't play at all. But tell me a little bit about how it feels uh, to a be at a World Series game and b um, just be a part of the 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 wild ride that showed that the NL East is the best division in baseball bar none.
1: Oh, it was just, it was a great, a great year, you know, Acuna getting hurt in July, everyone counting us out. I, I had a future bread on the Braves just so I could get MLB TV from MGM. Thank you, BetMGM for that free subscription. Is that cashed? Um, Then just, you know, don't stop believing, Dom. Going to the World Series game, game three, had a no-hitter through eight and a third, I think. Goddamn Rosario would have just uh, dove for the ball. Maybe we get a no-hitter. Maybe I tend a no-hit game in Atlanta. Um, but, yeah, you know, this is the first championship any of my teams has ever won. As you know, I'm a well-documented Dolphins fan, which I don't know one, they'll ever win anything. <laughs> uh and when the braves won in 95 i was you know i don't remember it so that doesn't count so this it feels good uh i've been i've been enjoying the moment watching a lot of highlights i highly recommend you should you should have a team win a championship (laughs) that's solid advice solid advice Um, when when i went to the game i was just like Conditioned as a Northeast fan, like going to Mets and Phillies games to watch the Braves play. I was walking around when I first got there, just giving everyone I saw in Braves gear a head nod. Because, like, you know, that's what you do when you go to opposing ballparks. <laughs> there like, 50,000 fans there in Braves gear. I was just like, my head hurt. Like, my neck. I need the ice when I got home.
0: And it also looked like a Northeast game that you went to because it was, like, 40 degrees and raining.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I was in my element.
0: There you go. So, yeah, congrats.
1: The Waffle House at the end, you know. Nice.
0: Congrats to you. Uh, congrats to the Braves fans. Um, you know, MLB, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about futures bets next year in the offseason. A couple of big names out there in the free agent market. Teams ready to spend. Uh, Nick Castellanos looking for a new home. You know, maybe even Carlos Correa, uh, Javi Baez. You know, plenty, plenty of big name position players out there. There could be some shakeups, but you know, it's it's a weird, weird sport in that just a team can get hot at the right time and just plow their way through the postseason and win a win a
1: championship. So,
0: you know, not not
1: general chairman leaving Georgia. We fucking burned our way through the best teams in baseball.
0: There you go. And now you can call yourself the best.
1: Yep. Forever. Hey, Br- hey,
0: Braves fan. fans! You just won the World Series. Did you buy the World Series DVD
1: yet? No, not yet. But okay. I mean, when I was a kid, I had the '95 DVD or VHS, and I wore that thing out.
2: Guess who had the '96?
1: Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Andrew Jones hit two home runs in Yankee Stadium.
2: And
3: '98, and '99, and 2000. Sorry.
2: Had to do it. Guess love you, you love you, Terry. Bye, so then. proud. So happy. Yeah.
1: All right, no more, yeah, no more. This they, is, couldn't this... they couldn't win in two thousand one when the country was actually rooting for them.
3: I know it was really a shame. I actually I mean, was rooting. I actually was, was rooting
1: for the Diamondbacks then. I was I
0: was a Yankee oh, hater from not. from birth. Um, was R-, R R was R? Okay. <laughs> Second thing I want to talk about is New Jersey and just my uh, overall disappointment with the voters in New Jersey. And yeah, you may you may not realize where this is going um, if you don't really know uh, the podcast. But very disappointed in the voters in New Jersey, um, not because of the any of the 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 candidates. Although I, you know, we do have a candidate who's winning by two and a half percent and the other candidate refuses to concede so that's cool at the the time of recording (laughs) at the time of recording (laughs) that's cool but ballot so so sports betting wise uh question number one on the ballot this year in new jersey which as you know uh new jersey's been one of the the states on the forefront of the legal gambling front um plenty of people from new york Coming over the George Washington Bridge, George Washington Casino, placing bets on the New Jersey side of things. New wall. Jersey had a New Jersey, <laughs> New Jersey had a chance to. Uh, so, so, uh, so basically, long story short, there's one thing you can't do in New Jersey in terms of sports betting. They could basically do anywhere else. Um, and no, I'm not talking about uh, Miss the Cup parlays, which that also, man, it needs to be the ballot question next year. But I'm talking about being able to bet on New Jersey collegiate athletics. So you can't, you cannot bet on Rutgers. You cannot bet on Seton Hall basketball. Um, If there is a regional, which I think there is one planned in Newark uh, in a couple of years, like a regional March Madness tournament, you can't even bet on any games happening there. So um, really big, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't even understand like the, the, the anti vote on this. So basically what happened was, New Jersey, and when they initially initially passed the law uh, to legalize gambling, they put a little carve out in there that you cannot bet on collegiate athletics that happen that take place in New Jersey, and eventually there were like you know some clamoring for the ability to do that, so they just threw it to the voters, and the voters voted it down. I think it was like fifty-seven to forty-three. Um. Do you understand this? Like, do you understand what the the, the argument is against this? Like, are, do I people have, think I have we're question. like?
2: Question. Point of clarification. Sure. On the production side. Did the second question pass?
0: Yes. So the second question was about bingo and like bingo. whether or not whether or
2: not. There's like, your answer, Dom. Certain old people organisms... don't like betting. It's the devil's game.
3: Dude, it's the olds. It's the olds. So it's just like – because because
0: if you're going to say – like I, I basically want to know if there is a, a reason why this was carved out in the first place. Because if you're like for gambling, why wouldn't you be for gambling in college sports? Like is, is – because do you think that like realistically somebody could fix a game?
2: I mean it's happened. Ask Action Bronson.
0: Yeah. That's I mean why. like there was that Arizona State – um, point-shaving scandal where, like, I guess because college kids are more susceptible um, to, to payoffs because they play in, for free, basically. They can
2: get paid now. That worry's pretty much gone, right?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm just annoyed, and I just wanted to take, you know, a minute or two to just say, basically, fuck you to whoever voted.
3: Honestly, the NCAA, no. like, <laughs> they should really just schedule, like, an entire – part of the bracket in new jersey and just fuck over the state consider like as much as i would hate it just because i think then people would actually riot if they were a, like
2: has to be an election year where they can put this on the ballot. yeah
3: like just because they yeah. just be like wait i can't bet on how many games like all at once and then plus like then new jersey that would be like the ncaa's way of getting back in new jersey like they're gonna lose all that gambling revenue on like a quarter if not more of the bracket Which yeah is, i mean we would have to and- i
0: i mean like we would just go to like bethlehem pennsylvania or something yeah
3: i mean <laughs> like and just go like i'll make my like watch the games bet the games i'll, I'll make my uh pilgrimage pilgrimage like my namesake joseph you know and go to bethlehem
0: <laughs> i mean like should in retrospect like we should have started like an odds cast super pack and like started to you know send out mailers to people to vote yes on ballot question go
2: fund me take donations
0: yeah, yeah like we, been... we really missed our opportunity there
3: because – I know. It's a damn shame.
0: <laughs> all right. So just annoyed at that that I have to go now bet Rutgers to win the NCAA championship and drive all the way to Pennsylvania just to place that bet. But I guess I feel like a New Yorker does every day.
1: Yeah. yeah. Which sport are you betting them to win the national championship? In? Basketball. No.
0: I mean oh. – They, they, they lost to the team that ended up going, they blew the game against the team that ended up going to the final four in their bracket uh, last year. So.
1: I think it's, I think the no vote is the mob's revenge. For for shutting the book, the bookies down. Mm. No, no, no. You can't take our last revenue stream.
2: But then all the Knights of Columbus is needed to make sure they could get their bingo stream of revenue. There you go. Yeah, that is very true.
0: It actually, I think you're onto something there. All right.
2: Uh, (laughs) It's
0: anti-Italian discrimination.
3: Hey, no, I (laughs) don't.
0: All right. um, Let's go to, uh, we're going to give Joe like five, 10 minutes to talk about the NBA. Um, So that's going on right now. I. I'm actually going to look at the standings for the first time. I think since the season started, I want to
3: know who you think is most surprising here. Um, the top. Hold on, hold of, on, actually, hold on. Let me
1: look, let me look. Let me look. Let
3: me look. Actually, let me before look. you look, how about you guys guess who bing is at the
1: bong, top? Bing bong. Did I do who it was, right? Did I do it right? Bing bong. So bing so bong. we what actually
3: is? we actually
0: had a bing bong two weeks ago before bing bong went viral. Yeah, that's bing how cut it That's how cutting edge we are.
3: Bing bong is the greatest. Because um,
0: Corey, because said something that like could have been on a side talk.
3: <laughs> the the joke right now is that the Eastern Conference is just like it literally just looks like it's the nineties right now because um, you have like the Sixers kind of at the top, the Bulls at the top, the Knicks. Wait, can I look now?
0: Like,
3: yeah, or I would say who do you think is number one seed in each conference? Um,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna, for the West. I'm gonna say. The
0: the West is the Seattle Jazz.
1: The Seattle Supersonics. It's and not the then, 90, It's not that much the 90s. For the East, I'm
3: gonna say the Washington Bullets. Okay, and then so Dominic, who do you think's for the uh, for the East? I think the East is so. So my West
0: pick is the Jazz because I did pay attention for like three Minnesota Timberwolves games. Yeah. And the jazz were undefeated at that point. And I think that could be a solid guess. And the other one I'm going to go, I think it, like I've only really heard about the Knicks and I'm going to go with the Knicks, I guess. So, that's the only thing I've heard right.
3: so the Knicks are, the Knicks are in are tied for fifth. They're five and three, but then there's a couple teams that are six and three, six and two. And then the Miami heat are currently six and one. It looks like they're going to wind up falling back into a tie with the 76ers. Um, which has been surprising considering uh, they've been without, you know, uh, Benjamin with his uh, tam- temper tantrums over there. Can um, you tell
0: me what's happening in the West so I can look at these standings?
3: Yes. Uh, the Utah Jazz and the Golden State Warriors are tied for first ah. six and one apiece. Look um, at me go. I'm looking at it the, now. The Warriors look good. Like Jordan Poole is doing his best Klay Thompson impersonation. And the Jazz are just wrecking teams like the Jazz are just designed for the regular season. But what has been interesting and it's something to kind of keep an eye on uh, in terms of betting their spread. Um, They've been experimenting with some different types of defense. So the Jazz, they typically play drop coverage. It's usually good to bet. Against them, like if they're playing a team that's really good at shooting threes, but they're experimenting, doing a little bit of a, doing a little bit more switching, playing a little bit more of like a modified at the level, which basically just means like you're not encouraging the opponents to shoot threes. Um, so it's it's kind of it's kind of had some wrinkles with it, but they always wind up seeming to clamp down at the end of the games and and taking care of business here. Um, so the Jazz have been awesome. And then the other guy, and I'm going to shill this a little bit for Terry because Terry has a bunch of PSA 10 slabs, but John ja Morant looks awesome this year. Yeah, he, he oh is. He's getting to the rim at a rate. Uh, I saw the stat and it was like he's getting to a rim at the rate of like the only other people that have done it ever before were Shaq and Giannis which is just insane like (laughs) because he's a guard and uh the Grizzlies look good uh Desmond Bain has been fantastic and one of the things that uh we're doing now at Action and it's a piece that I'm working on with this other one of my uh colleagues Dan Titus but we're putting out a piece every week and it's going to look at uh some fantasy stuff for basketball but it's also going to have a tie-in with like player props and based on like in big picture schedule things. So, uh, we're seeing a lot fewer back to backs, which has been, uh, interesting. Um, but it, it, it should help a couple of you for, uh, in terms of betting props. Now, the other thing is too, like the Suns are just not really good. Um, they're three and three. I don't think that they're very good. Uh, but we do have the, the problem is for the Suns is like, they're probably still going to wind up making the play in tournament because the there's like a couple teams in the West that are just tanking. Like the Rockets, the Thunder, and the Pelicans are all bad, like bad, bad. Um, and they're all like one and six, and the Pelicans are actually one and eight. So uh, Zion is so 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 playing.
0: so so. I want to ask you about Zion because I was like a Zion non-believer. Uh,
3: I was I was I was NBA not
0: is. I was not an NBA
3: Zionist. Okay, fair. Um, So in regards, I did that that so you couldn't
0: cut that for the future.
3: (laughs) Um, So the thing with Zion is he is just an absolute freak when he does play. He has one of like the highest points per shot attempt in the league. Um, And last year he was averaging hundred and thirty. points per 100 shot attempts which is just incredible that's like well above average like 1.3 especially for a guy that doesn't shoot threes it's insane um considering league average is about like one point per uh possession so he's really really good and i think what's happening here is he does not want to play in new orleans and he's just kind of doing everything he can to not play there. Um, you know, he's getting thick for lack of a better word. But I- I'm curious to see what they do because he there, he's tied under like he's in contract for the next realistically like three years there, um, before he could go anywhere. And in order for him to go somewhere, he would have to sign like the qualifying offer. So I think that he's really, really good. But the problem is the Pelicans are really, really bad. And I'm unsure if he's going to even last his whole rookie deer, deal there before he gets dealt somewhere. Um, I mean, who
0: would want to play in New Orleans? So he's going to be underwater in like 10 years.
3: I don't know. Have to, he's I don't have know. To deal
0: with the relocation.
3: You're going to need some swimmers out there. But, um, no, I, I think that, you know, it, it, he's always been tied to the Knicks because he loves playing with RJ. He wanted to go to the Knicks. Um, wouldn't be upset if he went to the Knicks, I'll tell you that. But uh, but it remains to be seen. I think it's it's probably a couple of years off before anything like that were to happen, though.
0: Um, shout out to the Portland Trailblazers who are ninth in points per game um, because I will win a couple thousand dollars if they finish first in points per game. Still a long ways to go, but
3: yeah, they're, they're competitive. I think that that'll come around, too, because I was looking at some stats and Dame is just having an atrocious year so far. And he, he's, like, based on shot quality data, he's expected to score, like, nine more points a game. <laughs> so that in and of itself would be the difference for the Blazers uh, for where we have their offense. But we are about 10% through the year already. So it is wow. a little, it's a little crazy. So Wow. Yeah. Wow. I also think that today – is probably your last time to buy low on Cade Cunningham for rookie of the year. Um, he can't, he, he shot, he's shooting like 20%, but he still put up like 18, 11 and four today. So uh, I, I think he's going to be really good.
0: There's a guy. So I'm looking at the NBA draft 2022. Yeah. Um, Because we're talking about these teams that are attacking. There's a guy from Serbia named
3: Nicola Jovich. <laughs> yeah it's like this big joke <laughs> so that's, that's fun well, I know so we'll we'll take a look at the draft um I guess maybe soonish like once college starts we'll have some ideas of like who to keep an eye on but so so like college
0: basketball is starting soon too and the number one projected player is this kid Chet Holmgren um, yeah. from Gonzaga who looks like it's just like he doesn't look like a healthy individual. No. Like he's listed right now as seven feet, 195 pounds. Um, and but apparently he just has like basically Durant type like ability. <laughs> and he's seven like, feet
3: tall. He's a freak. They said they like he's been described as a ball handling savant by like the athletic. Like, so I I don't know how good he really is. I haven't watched uh too much, but Apparently he's going to be a freak of nature in college. So,
0: so so any other NBA
3: futures you want to throw out there? They'll get the Knicks for like nine to one to win the division. Don't hate it. The Celtics are bad. The Celtics are not good. So um, we don't know what's going on with the 76 ers Like they're playing well right now, but we don't know how long it's going to last. And the Nets just, they cannot play any defense. And as we found out, it's kind of important, so uh, they just—they're just—they just have no answer on defense. So um, it's not—it's not a crazy sprinkle, if you ask me. Okay, okay. Yeah. Terry, Terry, any follow-up questions on the NBA? Yeah.
1: Um, what's why? Why won't teams, when they relocate, change their names? Like the Thunder did it. And it, like it makes sense, the like, the Pelicans did it, and it makes sense. But like the Lakers, it makes no fucking sense. There's no fucking lakes in L.A. And like the Utah Jazz, And the Cause... Utah Jazz
3: <laughs> makes no fucking sense. The They're
1: not Warriors allowed to have jazz, jazz in
2: Utah with their marijuana cigarettes.
3: Yeah, I feel like I feel like jazz is like the most risque music they can listen to in Utah. So that's how they got there.
0: Just Mitt just Romney. Just Mitt just Romney, Romney. Romney. When he wants to let loose, he drinks Coca Cola and puts on some jazz. Yeah. <laughs> Ultra.
3: Exactly. So uh, we'll keep firing off on the Twitter machine, um, and keep an eye on uh, keep an eye on those picks on the app. What's your favorite
1: um, team man? Mine's the Blazers. I think that's cool. The trailer Blazers.
3: Blazers. definitely have a cool name. Um, I I think the best, the best name in all of sports. Or at least basketball, anyway, is the New York Knickerbockers?
1: Aren't Nick, like aren't, aren't? I don't know. It's, it's, that's such a stupid. You're named after a piece of clothing.
2: No, we're not aware. a piece of clothing that was worn during some boxing matches.
0: Is the Nuggets? Is that a gold thing? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, it could also be a pot thing. A pot yeah, pot. <laughs> the nugs. Um, I kind of like the Raptors as a name.
3: Rabs is cool too.
2: So. Until All we right. found out that they were small birds, <laughs> kind of lame now. <laughs> cool when right. came out. The now Brooklyn
1: lame. Nets. The Brooklyn Nets change your name. No one fucking cares. Yeah, yeah. They actually just had the New Jersey Nets night. I think it was two nights ago. Um, okay. the gentrifiers. The new. The Brooklyn gentrifiers. <sighs>
0: All right, let's, uh let's let's change this NFL real quick. We're not I don't I'm not going to have you guys do like a three pick week. We're only going to do two picks this week because I think this week just kind of sucks um in terms of like even look ahead betting because there's a lot of like quarterback injuries to look at. Um, I don't want to do the Bill Simmons thing where he like goes through the, the playoff standings and like whatever team just won a big game. is like just now to... Bill
2: Simmons on this <laughs> podcast. He can go fuck himself now,
0: like now, like the the team to like. Really watch out for oh oh the the Cincinnati Bengals you know that they're looking pretty good uh, oh four, four biscuit to went to
2: Trump oh Bill <laughs> <Uncle> Simmons <laughs> The Departed am I right Fuck that asshole So um
0: so I don't want to do that uh but I do want to maybe just look ahead at some futures and just kind of see the lay of the land um from a like Divisional slash Super Bowl type type landscape. So, um, like, let's do a let's go around and do a gun to your head uh, Super Bowl pick winner loser, uh, maybe a, a long shot team that you think can turn around and make the playoffs that is not in the playoffs right now, um, and then we'll go to our our weekly picks. So, if you want me to start, if you want me to put the gun to my head, I could do that. Or if you know you you guys want the gun to your head, let me know.
3: Do it. Put the gun on your head. All right.
0: So I went Rams over Bills at the beginning of the season. I really don't think I've changed my mind at all on that. Um, The Rams just added Von Miller, get like a very much needed additional pass rusher for those third downs, Um, especially in, in, you know, they're probably going to have to play. Rogers, Brady, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott at some point, maybe all of them um, in the playoffs. And you just need like that extra little, little boost, take some of the pressure off Donald um, on the line. And I think offensively, they're just kind of, you know, I don't even think they've like really clicked yet. And they're still sitting at seven to one. The bills on the other hand, I think people are a little bit off the scent after the loss against Tennessee, but I still think like AFC is kind of weak as a whole. and Especially with the Chiefs taking a step back and really not even being in the playoffs right now, if the season were to end today, uh, and I could just see that they're, they're like I think the most complete team in uh, the AFC. They are actually the most complete team in DVOA, still number one in total DVOA and weighted DVOA. So I'm just gonna stick with my stick with my guns there um, until I until I really see something different. But that's kind of where I'm at. Who wants the gun next? I want to point it at Joe. All
3: right. Uh, I would love to normally talk about my Seahawks here, but I can't. Um, but I, I, I also think that the Bills – I was on the Bills and the Rams as well. Uh, I think that the Bills um, can pull this off. The Bills, I feel like, are a pretty complete team right now. Uh, if I was looking for a long shot, um, I think that – like, I think the Cowboys are like a little bit undervalued here. Um, are six and one. I get that they're the
0: Cowboys in- are the Cowboys are not a long shot. I asked you to, to, to say a team.
3: I oh, you're like, not doing that. We're doing that
0: after we're doing that. After. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, I do. I,
0: I do think I do agree with you. I think the Cowboys are one of the best teams in the league. I just, yeah. like, that. I think that
3: they're, I just think they're undervalued. Like nobody's talking about them as a six and one team. Like you hear that, like they won a game. They won without Dak. Their defense is good. Um, I think that there's some value on the Cowboys. If you want like a real long shot, I think you don't have to talk about them like making, you know, you know, going to the Super Bowl,
0: but just like a team that maybe can compete and surprise um, later,
3: later in the year. I actually think the Colts are still a team uh, that yeah. can surprise. Um, I mean, if the Titans, like the Titans, are I don't think are good, and then they base like the majority of their offense around Derrick Henry. And I know we've talked about like how running backs don't really matter. If there is a running back in the league that matters, it's probably Derrick Henry um, especially for that Titans offense. Uh, so I I think the Colts could make some noise and maybe make a run at that division. Um, and if they get in there, you know, maybe Wentz can win a playoff game here.
0: Well, it's really just Wentz that's, that concerns me. I mean, they should have won that game last week. Um, if it wasn't for Wentz and I, I, yeah, the Henry thing does, does concern me with the Titans. Uh, the Browns are probably my, my other team as far as like the most potential that's not in the playoffs right now that that could potentially um, be a contender. I just think like they got a lot of offensive line injuries right now. Um, you know this Beckham saga is probably you know if it, if it comes to a resolution with him off the team, it probably is better for the team as a whole and and going forward, just moving on without him without the drama. But uh, you know there's some quarterback concerns there as well. Terry, who you got gun to your head now?
1: Going to my head right now. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Tom Brady's. You know they're the champs until they're not. And I I mean I don't know. I don't. They haven't. They're playing okay, but you know I think they're just gonna. They're just trying to bide their time until they get to the playoffs. The other the other side of the league. You know, with the Braves winning the, the, the World Series, I think everything's turning up Terry and the Dolphins are going to win 13 straight games. And the <laughs> <Super Bowl. laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, I like the Cleveland Browns. I don't I, – you know, o- Baker has generally played better without Odell there. I think he concentrates too much to try and get him the ball but apparently not enough because Odell's dad made what a website or something that or like a video clip or something of, of clips of Odell being quote unquote open. Um, so there is a little drama there. Like Dom said, there's offensive line injuries. I think they'll get healthy at the right time. They have a decent schedule coming, coming, uh, for the second half of the season. Uh, AFC is kind of – everyone's kind of in the hunt except the Dolphins and the Jets.
0: And the Jags and the Texans.
1: <laughs> the Jags and the Texans. Um, so, you know, they might not win the division, but, you know, with the extra teams, I think they'll, they'll cash a ticket into the playoffs. And then that, you know, that offensive style of relying on Chubb and Hunt who will be hopefully – Close, close to 100% by playoff time, um, I think, is, is a sustainable winning playoff offense, especially if you're playing against teams like uh, the Chiefs or the, the Bills, if the Chiefs make the playoffs, if they break the, the Super Bowl curse, where you, you're going to want to keep the ball uh, out of the offense's hand. So give me the Cleveland Browns. I believe in miracles.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the futures market right now. I think that the the team that's probably the most undervalued, like Joe said, is probably the Cowboys. But the Ravens, you have actually a little bit of a point um, if you want to make that uh, in just terms of Lamar, maybe in a weekend AFC year getting the the playoff Lamar monkey off his back just kind of winning some games because the team's talented they're good on defense you know I think people are a little bit off the scent just because of all the injuries at the beginning of the year they kind of just wrote them off and uh you know they're offensive offensively they're good defensively they're talented they just haven't been playing well um but I could see them potentially getting hot at the right time and maybe Lamar um now that he's kind of Maybe if the if the scenarios flipped and he's like the underdog in the playoffs and not expected to win, I think maybe that works out a little bit better for him. So that's kind of the teams that, I, that I'll be on and looking for uh, going forward. Um, They're
1: twelve to one though. What'd you say? They're twelve to one though. The Ravens.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like the Ravens, like I think should be in that under ten to one, under nine to one range. Like if you, I don't really think there's any team besides maybe the Browns at 50 to 1 50 and like one. And, and like maybe the Niners like if they switch to Lance and have like some sort of magic going down and, and barely squeaking in and, and going there. But I think the Browns definitely do have the easier path um, in the AFC. So 51 on the Browns is, is not not a terrible not a terrible bet. I mean, the team is sixth in total DVOA right now. Um, And I think you may have convinced me to bet the Browns to win the Super Bowl, Terry.
1: You're welcome. Yeah. I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) We'll go to the NFL picks for week nine here. We're going to go two two by two. Just go right through it. Give your two picks um, for the week. We'll regroup at the end uh, for some last parting thoughts in the NFL. And then we'll uh, get on our merry way. Um, I'll start first. I'm going to kind of stick with the theme here um, with Cleveland. I I don't know why Cleveland is. I mean, I I get why. I get why they're the underdog here. Um, But, you know, plus two and a half. This opened at minus four and a half uh, last week. And I just, I'm fading the Bengals because. I don't think they're good. <laughs> like, I, and this division, yes, it's going to beat up on each other, but uh, I just think the Bengals, after their loss to the Jets, really just showed who they are. Um, in DVOA, if you look at them, they are 21st, 22nd in offensive DVOA, 13th defensively. Uh, these teams know each other. I think that Baker and um, company are going to be able to just win this game and this is kind of my favorite bet of the year uh plus two and a half underdog and terry could talk about this because i've loved one every single week that we've been doing the super contest um and it's worked out for us usually plus two and a half uh dog that wins outright so you know you're afraid of it because you're like oh what does vegas know you know it's, it's minus two and a half bangles begging me to take the bangles. No, Browns is a better team home and road splits have not been, been really too much, anything to worry about this year in the NFL. Just go with the better team. Browns are, like I said, six in DVLA bangles are 21st. Um, I, I think all this Odell noise, I don't think he's going to play this weekend. Um, you know, whether or not he gets dealt this weekend is another thing, but he hasn't practiced the last two days. And like Terry was saying before, um, Baker's generally statistically better without Odell on the field. So um, Brown's plus two and a half is my first pick. And then um, I want to flag these quarterback injuries. So
1: if flag penalty flag, if
0: Darnold, if Darnold, I I would take the Pats minus three and a half over the Panthers (laughs) with the assumption that Sam Darnold isn't going to play um, or could get hurt again in this game. Um, but generally Belichick historically has owned Sam Darnold when he was a member of the New York jets. And if Sam Darnold doesn't play um, PJ Walker is the quarterback um, and he's not very good. So <laughs> I, I um, you know, that's kind of where I'm at with yeah. the with the Pats. So I, I there's a couple other games that I like, but that's the one I'm going to recommend. Um, just because I, I'm you know afraid of Kyle Shanahan as a favorite, so that was my other peek behind the curtain. That was going to be my other pick, but I'm going with the Pats minus three and a half, take the points. Thing could get ugly, and um, I'm taking the Cleveland Browns plus two and a half.
3: All right, I like that. Oh yeah, you like that? Love it. Cool. Um want me to go? You want to go, Terry? No, you can go. All right. Uh, my first pick for this is going to be the Baltimore Ravens minus five and a half, if you can get it. Um, but I will lay the six uh if necessary. Um <clears throat> This is their fourth straight home game. The Ravens should be pretty restful, uh, pretty rested. Um, restful, <laughs> restful. <laughs> should be pretty rested. Um, and the Vikings' run defense just hasn't been particularly good. Uh, and I think that the Ravens are just better. I don't think that the Vikings are a really great football team this year. Uh, and they're a team that I like to fade, uh, just generally. So, give me this line. Uh, The Ravens are at home for, they've been at home for like a month straight and uh, Kirk cousins is one and 10 against the spread against teams coming off a buy in his life. So uh, and Harbaugh being nine and four against the spread coming off a buy. I like the spot for the Ravens. So uh, if you can get minus five and a half, take it otherwise um, I would look at the, I would definitely take six still. Um, Now, the Texans line has gone to – I'm not sure if, it's, if there's any sixes available anymore. Um, there is a six-and-a-half, according to Pinnacle anyway. Um, but I would take the Texans plus six-and-a-half – I'm sorry, Terry – against your Miami Dolphins. Now, both of these teams are one and six, I believe. I don't think that either team is particularly good. But I Fuck do you. think that the return of Tyrod Taylor is significant. Um, they were bad, bad with Davis Mills, but I think that with uh, Tyrod Taylor, um, you know, maybe they're a little undervalued here. Um, I think you're it's getting that. Kind of under- you well, good because he's going to have plenty of real estate they're here. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just think that with the, with the <laughs> six and a half. Uh, I'll take that. You're getting a key number, and I think that, uh, you know, Brandon Cooks will be a little bit happier that he's still stuck in Texas as long as uh, Taylor is at the helm there. So I'll take the Texans plus six and a half. There's no way Brandon Cooks is happy. He's not, but at least he might be a little bit happier. (laughs) No, no way. Um,
1: Okay, I guess I'll go. Who's your first pick? The Ravens. Hmm. Ravens. Uh, I'm gonna take another bird. It's gonna be the the dirty the dirty Philadelphia Eagles money line against the former the team formerly known as the San Diego Superchargers. Got the Charger. I mean. The, the cross-country thing is overblown, and I almost said it as like a thing to look at, but I'm not. That's that's a cliche. Uh, Justin Herbert isn't having a very. He's having a little bit of sophomore slump. Had a little bit of sophomore slump. Um, in a game, it's probably not going to be terribly high scoring. I, I could I could deal with the, I could deal with the under in this game as well. Uh, I feel like Philly games are always dirty because the city is dirty. Um, And uh, a Chargers offense that struggled in the red zone a little bit. um, And they, in a game that's a a one and a half point spread, I'm not, I'm not confident taking the team that ranks last in DBOA and special teams, which is what the Chargers are. You're on the road, you're last in special teams it's, you know, these games are decided uh, on, a, on a thin margin. So I think, you know, it's, it's an important thing to look at. Um, and the, the Eagles offense is pretty good in the red zone. Uh, the Chargers are middle of the road. I think Jalen Hurts at home. It's going to be a close game, but the, the special team's edge uh, really gets it for me. So give me the the Eagles' money line. Screw those stupid points. So you could take the one and a half points as well. I won't stop you. I'm not going to bust down your door like the Kool-Aid man and rip the phone out of your hand and throw it into the Hudson River, make you pedal back to New York all by yourself without a phone. Um, and then with my second pick, I'm just going to – there's some things I want to do and some things I don't want to do, uh, but I'm gonna do what I want to do. It's the Jordan Love era, baby. Give me, give me the Packers plus seven and a half. The the Chiefs' defense sucks.
0: Yeah, they're and not good.
1: I think anyone can score against them. Um, it it was eight, and a, I think it, it was eight or eight and a half before it's gotten bet down. I still take the touchdown. I think they're going to – the Packers are going to find a way to score. They have a great running game. Chiefs can't stop the run. You still have Aaron Jones. Um, they're, they're <laughs> you want to say that the the Chiefs are going to take away the run game and make Jordan Love beat them, but I don't think they can take away anything. So, in offense, I think still going to score points. Uh, give me the, the Packers – Plus seven and a half. Um, the Chiefs, the Chiefs look broken. There shouldn't be a seven and a half point favorite, even at home.
0: All right, that was it for the spread picks. Let's uh, bring on producer Corey. How you doing, producer Corey?
2: Doing just fine. How are you about yourself? Doing good.
0: Um, time for a little pods and wrecks. So if you want to bring us home,
2: that's the name talk of the about- segment
0: talk about uh what you've been what you've been up to
2: so i started watching dope sick on hulu it's very good hard to watch but very good what is this about so this is about the it's like the backstory as to how the opioid crisis hit appalachia sorry appalachia weirdos and um rural maine first before it kind of spread to like you know, the coastal cities where people decided it became a real problem, um, it's fucked. It's actually based on the um, uh, the Sackler family running Purdue Pharma, getting this, like, drug out there, creating their own market of pain management for something they call breakthrough pain, which doesn't exist, it's just pain, um, and then treating it with a drug that was completely unnecessary and caused a whole lot of death. Real light stuff, I know. Great show. <laughs> the cast is insane. Every is it a show. is it a fiction? No, no. It's it's like uh, based no, on no, a true story. No, no, no. Is it like but it, is
0: it like a dra- is
1: it like a yeah, dramatic adaptation? Yes. Okay. Yes.
2: Uh, you have Michael Keaton at the helm. Peter Sarsgaard.
1: They got fucking Keaton.
2: Keaton. Keaton's in. Uh, Michael Stolbarg, who you may not recognize the name but is the best fucking villain ever. He's in Boardwalk Empire. He plays um, Rothstein in Boardwalk Empire. He's in oh, that... God. What the hell was that show? There was a show with um, Breaking Bad guy, Brian Cranston, where he was the judge in New Orleans. Remember that one?
0: Uh, I watched like the first two episodes of that. And he's like the main bad stops. guy.
2: Okay, so the second the you see him, not he's evil. Is that it? him in the middle. Yes,
0: in Malcolm yes, in the Middle, middle, Brian, middle. Right. Brian Cranston is a judge who then covers up his son's uh, murder.
2: Yeah, and he's also, uh, oh, unforgettably, Mr. Pearlman and Call Me By Your Name. I know you can never forget him in that role, so you should absolutely know who I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, it's a great show. I'm only on episode three, but holy shit. Hard to watch a lot of it because it's like unbelievably strange to think that this can happen. Um. Yeah, so Dope Sick, Hulu. Check it out.
0: Who wants to follow up that
3: uh, great uh, story,
1: that uplifting dope, story? Dope Sick.
3: Um, I am going to recommend a tool. Oh. Uh, we have this tool in our Discord. Um, we have a bot. It's from a website. Are you talking about yourself? <laughs> <Tool>.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. You got you on the it. Discord. Got him.
3: Uh, so join the Discord. No, but it's called Props.Cash, and it's super useful for both NBA, NFL, and they have MLB as well. Um, you can get, I think it's like a week free trial, um, but you can also just check it out on our Discord. Uh, it let It's really helpful for checking out different trends, uh, looking at hit rates. You're able to move um, lines around for – all like prop bets, uh, whether it's points, rebounds, you know, points, rebound, assists, steals, blocks, whatever. And it's a lot easier than using like basketball reference or something like that. So it helps you point out um, not only just averages, but medium out median outcomes as well, which I think is super important when you're betting. Um, So I I really recommend props.cash.
0: All right. Um, I'm going to recommend uh two things to um so if you know anything about me you know that i am a little bit of an election junkie um i just love the data love the analytics um so i'm gonna give you a tip to never have to watch cable television coverage
2: wait wait wait, dom do you like analytics more or freedom (laughs) answer the question
0: um that's a that's a, a great question. Probably 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 analytics. Mm,
2: okay. The way the All way right.
0: those, the way those the, those two, two two words are. Um,
2: Go on, two, communist.
0: Is. So so I'll give you a tip to never have to watch um, cable news coverage of any election again. Um, one is decisiondeskhq.com. Uh, um, it is a site that is by far the vast the fastest uh vote tallyer um site pretty by, by like a pretty wide margin um so like if you're seeing like oh like so and so's down you know 3% like this batch just came in now like decision desk had that you know an hour ago kind of thing always the the fastest um vote counting software out there uh tallyer Um, And they're usually pretty good with like the estimated percentages in, which again, are only estimates and not um, real county data that, you know, uncovers a vast swath of voter fraud because it's 100%. The New York Times says it's 100% in, but it's not. So ironically, the same people who are alleging voter fraud because of the 100% number are also um, really taking the the New York Times as like written gospel, which they you know wouldn't do that at any other time um but i digress second thing david wasserman on twitter at redistrict he is the one who calls the races before anybody else i don't think he's literally ever been wrong about calling a race in his life um virginia race he called you know because because the the media you know the the cable news television shows want you to watch because they want you to think it's you know a, a neck and neck thing we don't know what's going to happen you know So instead of watching four hours of coverage about, and you know some of the coverage is okay about vote totals and teaching you kind of what to look at as far as different counties and things like that, but Wasserman probably already called the race four hours ago, and that's what happened uh, on election night. Wasserman called uh, Virginia, I think, like an hour after it happened. The networks didn't call it until four hours after it happened, and then he officially called. New Jersey, I think at like 8 a.m. the next morning, but like at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., he was like, you know, I've almost seen enough, but I'm just going to go to sleep.
2: So When Dave's seen
0: enough, (laughs) you see the future. So that's those are the two tips to never have to watch election uh, news coverage again on cable television. Terry, final pods and recs.
1: Uh, I mentioned it earlier. I recommend having your team win a championship. It's a great feeling. I just – I can't – I feel like I'm walking on air. Um, all all the, the trauma that I felt as a sports fan is just – it's gone. And, you know, you just get to watch the same highlights over and over again for the rest of your life. And who can't be happy for Freddie Freeman? Oh. Fair. What? Yeah,
0: I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take that recommendation. I'll try to continue the uh, NLEs next year.
2: Um, I got to ask, how are you so okay with this?
1: Not
0: Because like, I like, like Terry doesn't remember 1995. I don't remember 1996 to 2000. Like I, you know, I don't like the, the Braves or not. Braves? Just that the, the Braves are, you know, I, I, do I like, I don't hate them. Like I, I just, you know,
3: how how brave
2: of you. So people are also also seeking comment on uh, Bobby V's race. What do you, what do you got to say about that? Who Mr. Valentine, baby.
0: Oh, I didn't even know that happened until like after. (laughs) So,
2: (laughs) He never tapped into like the Mets pipeline of information to try to get some votes.
0: No, I I mean, the the most, like I see of Bobby Valentine as like in like Mets, um, you know, in the Mets circles is just like the, GIF of him like in a mustache in the dugout. That's basically it.
2: That's sad. So I had, I had higher hopes for him as a politician, I guess. Have to have high,
0: high I hopes for a living.
2: Hey, pods and do not recommend and probably don't watch the Mayor Pete documentary that's coming out. Did you see the trailer? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh my God. I threw open my mouth. Don't watch that piece of shit.
0: But yes, uh Terry Chipper Jones did name his son Shay, but I don't even really remember Shea Stadium. So all
2: right. Congrats to the Braves. I guess Freddie Freeman, today.
0: Freddie Freeman could name his son City.
2: Thank God this isn't a visual podcast.
0: <laughs> all right. For Joe Delara, Terry takes Bruce and Corey, Dominic DeLeo signing off for the Oddscast podcast. We will see you next week. Have a great weekend. Win all your bets and uh go Timberwolves.
4: I I just wanna see if you gon' lie, you gon' let me. I was getting bras way before I got the money. Honey, since I've been a star, they don't let me. The ceiling got stars when the star got no ceiling. Stick it out, poke it out, stick it out, poke it out. Poke it out. Hey, yeah, she got a little bus, so what? Uh, big bag, she can show enough. Stick it out, poke it out, poke it out. Yeah. Stick it out. Out. Yeah. My regards set up rise I thought I was done Pick a side, pick a side and die in a jump I been letting things slide, they tryin' too hard Cause I ain't left the city once, still travel abroad Nigga, I'm back on my bar shit They're sticking stickin' on Honda Civic, we in the car service I really just mind my business and pray that God sort them Can't really be long winded, you talkin' short money Today we not cost cutting can you stick it out? Told me she was quarantining, brand new titties out And there might be a couple weeks to make them bitches bounce So I mean it when I be like, what's the turn around? No, really turn around, okay I just wanna see if you gon' lie you gon' love me I was getting bras way before I got the money, honey I mean, since I've been a star, they don't love me The ceiling got stars, when the star got no ceiling Stick it out, poke it out Stick it out, poke it out, eh yeah. yeah, she got a little bus so what? Uh, big back, she can showing up stick it, out, stick it out, poke it out, yeah Stick it out, poke it out, eh yeah. Turn around, I, wanna see. I wanna see. Do it look like how I look on IG? Bad from every angle, she got herself a trainer. I know that nigga can't help but take a little peek. Uh. Cold world and Folar and co-starring. We both flexing, Bo Jackson's, Bo God. And these cap niggas that rap with piss, po' jargon. My latest whip, my latest chick was Bo foreign. I know all my hoes miss me I've been to shit since I hit elementary She know who run it The one that keep it hunted. To find a better nigga You gon' have to live a century. a century Evidently the coach can't bench me The franchise player I don't know how to miss And they can't buy a layup I'm man-tied with they I can't take my eyes off your pants I swear Girl, you shining like a damn Montclair I'm thinking we should dip Like the camera on air If you the big stepper I'm the landmine here That's the one they know They can't come near I just wanna see if you gon' lie you gonna love me I was getting bras Way before I got the money Honey Since I been a star They don't love me The ceiling got stars When the star got no ceiling Stick it out Poke it out Stick it out Poke it out Yeah, yeah. She got a little bus So what? Uh, Big back She can showing up Stick it out Stick it out Poke it out yeah. Stick it out Poke yeah. it out Break it out Poke it out